Hello, everyone. Welcome to the chat channel. My name is Tim Hayden, and I'll be your host. We have an excellent show for you today. Our guest is the radiant Joey Marie Urbina. You know Joey from the FX hit show Snowfall or her most recent role on television show CSI Vegas. Welcome to the show, Joey. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad you're here. So how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's a little cold, but you know, <laughs> we were just talking about that. October's getting yes. cold. <laughs> yeah, it's only going to get worse, I have a feeling. I know. So um, what was it like for you growing up? I think you had what, five brothers? Um, Two. I had two brothers two. and then one stepbrother, but I had a lot of cousins too in Texas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I read somewhere that you grew up with mostly... All boys, boys. yeah. <laughs> yeah. My sister growing up in Texas, all boys. <laughs> My mom worked in the day, so we had the house to ourselves. You know, that yeah. Take it rare, but take advantage. That's right. So have you have you always wanted to act? You know, it's crazy because um Growing up with, you know, my dad would do the little video cameras and just do skits and, you know, do stuff like that. So I think I always knew I wanted to create or do something. I didn't quite know it was acting until I got a little older, maybe about 14, uh, you know, just little stuff like that. But um, no, didn't really discover it till a little bit later, like, you know, 18, 19. But um, so yeah. did you do drama in school or anything? Well, OK, so it actually started. um in church. So I grew up in church. So, you know, church choir, church productions. And I think I was 12 about to, yeah, I was like right about to be 13. And they were going to do like a, a church production called the prodigal son Christmas or something like that. And so the youth group was, everybody was like auditioning for it. And I, I was young, I was pretty young. So I don't think I was like allowed. So I would just go to the rehearsals, like little rehearsals at the church and was just kind of watching and waiting. And then somebody dropped out. Like they needed it. They're like, does anybody want to? So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. So that was the first little, you know, thing that I did. Um, and my mom was so nervous for me. <laughs> she actually, this is like one of her favorite stories. She says that, um, you know, she had never seen me on stage. She didn't know what was going to happen. And you're watching your child and just praying that they remember their lines. And, you know, just that mother instinct. So she says that she saw me go on the stage and she was just like, and I did it. <laughs> I did it. I my life. I hit that stage like a little firecracker. And um, so that was my first time. That was my first time getting words out of my mouth and acting on stage, you know. And she has the DVD to prove it. She likes to hold it up. <laughs> Proud mama. <laughs> Proud mama. <Okay. laughs> so did you have any idols or anybody that you looked up to that influenced you to become, to go into oh. acting? Um, oh, definitely. I mean, you know, all the greats, you know, like the the legends, you have Marlon Brando, all of those actors uh, watching. I watched a lot of movies growing up and watch a lot now. But um, yeah, just wanting to, you know, seeing that growing up and wanting to be a part of it. And then somehow it just happened, you know, for me. Worked very hard. Worked very hard. <laughs> so you said your mom was very supportive. Was your brothers as supportive? Oh, absolutely. Still supportive to this day. I'm like, I'm actually at my brother's house right now. <laughs> I, have a, I have an older brother out here in LA. So that's really nice to have him here, him and um, his wife. And I got my little nieces out here. So, but yes, my brothers are both very, very, very supportive the whole time. <laughs> are any of them interested in acting? 
Um, not really. They've they've gone their um, own paths. My younger brother is a tattoo artist. My older brother is entrepreneur. He's incredible. He just creates so many things um, right now. But yeah, I think I think all artists, in a sense, you know, all different artists. But you know, I kind of went more acting and singing, singing route. So yeah, very creative family. Yes. <laughs> so. Um, you went to Texas State University, and while you were there, you also studied at the Royal Shakespeare Company in England. How did that happen? Well, so, um, yes, I went to Texas State University. Um, it's actually, you know, long story, but I actually, when I got in, You've I was- got time. <laughs> I like to talk. <laughs> um, talk. So I actually, <laughs> I actually went, um, wanted to do singing. And it, I, I auditioned for the school of music. I had been singing um, in high school and training and doing stuff like that. And it was like this big deal. I, I really, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into the school of music, and that's what I'm gonna do. So it was in San Marcos, so in Houston. You know, it's about a three-hour drive. So my mom took me, auditioned, came back. A few weeks later, I get the letter, and uh, I'll, I'll never forget this moment. I, I was so scared to open the letter. So I was like, Mom, you open it. I can't open it. So she opens it and she gave me the face only a mother can give of like, oh, I, how am I going to hold my baby right now and tell her? It said I did not get accepted. And I remember looking at the letter and it was so blurry and I couldn't see and it just felt like my whole life fell apart. And I was like, what am I going to do? I really wanted to do singing. And, you know, so I was depressed for about three days, but um, I actually still got into the school, just not the school of music. And I was like, you know, I've always wanted to act. I just, you know, never really did it. I didn't really do drama in, in high school and stuff like that. So I walked up to that theater building and was like, Hey, I want to, I want to do acting instead, you know? So that's kind of where it started for me. So I went to school there for four years, um, uh, training, doing a lot of stage work. And my junior year, they had, we had a study abroad program in Stratford-upon-Avon, in England, and we got I got to study with the Royal Shakespeare Company, and um, took a lot of workshops, did a lot of stage combat, and actually performed um, Romeo and Juliet. Like you know, there was a lot of us, so we were like triple cast, and uh, I got to play Juliet. So that, that, was, awesome. that was such an exciting time for me, not just to travel, but to be doing acting and you know diving in and really learning. Um, I learned so much. And I, something else I also learned was that, you know, the food portions in England are much smaller than here and in the United States. <laughs> well, I ordered like a fish and chips, right? So, you know, I was starving. I was doing all these workshops and the plate is like this small. And I was like, I have to order two of these. So that was London. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it was, it was a great, great experience for me. Yes, the United States is the biggie capital of the world. <laughs> Everything here is double and triple the size. Especially Texas. I mean, have you ever been to Texas? Uh, one time, yes. Uh, I didn't stay Texas. long, but, you know, Kentucky's the same way. Right? I'm like, you go to, like, Kelly's uh, Kitchen, like, cooking restaurants, and they have plates that are this big. With like, you know, sure. like all of that. So I'm from Texas too. So. Oh, now they make pizzas that are like five foot Huge. across. I know. It's <laughs> crazy. Not, not, not England, though. <laughs> uh, there, you, I'm glad you did go there because there's a lot of uh, successful uh, celebrities that did oh. that same thing that went through that. Uh, I hear it's very, it's intense, but it's so good. It helps so much. 
Oh, yes. Especially and, coming from stage, you know, doing a lot of stage work. And I do a lot of stage work now. My um, my teacher and mentor, her name is Gloria Gifford. Um, I've been studying with her for a few years now. And we do, we do stage productions here in Los Angeles. And I have to say, you know, once you do theater, you're on stage, nothing is harder. You do stage, you can do anything. Absolutely anything. There's so much... Um, endurance required so uh, much of your body everything so i'm very grateful for my training absolutely but i also hear that doing stage is more fulfilling because you can feel your audience you can oh, yes. see the reactions yes and that's, so there's what, nothing like a live audience definitely. That, that's what i hear i i think i would freeze up uh, <laughs> last time i did anything in front of people well i was in high school but yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> well, I my first time, because I, I said I started singing in church, I remember being so scared to even sing like an ooh and an ah in the background. I'm like not even singing a solo. I just remember my hand shaking and like trying to get my voice to be steady. So it just takes practice. You know, you just keep doing it. Keep doing it. My, first, my, my very first experience was fourth grade. We did uh, the, the Christmas, uh, Christmas uh, theme. I was a little drummer boy, so I was one of the few that had to do a solo. Oh. I was mortified. Oh, but you did it. You I did. did. It. I did. <laughs> but to this day, I remember that song, every word to that song. <laughs> so drilled. Hey, you were the star of the show, Little Drummer Boy. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> so what was your first job? Ooh, okay. So in terms of... Uh, I'd like to say TV because I, you know, when I came to LA, I did, you know, a few like independent, I did some movies. Um, but my first TV job, like legit on like paper was Snowfall. Snowfall's the Snowfall. first. Snowfall. Um, yes, it was actually right before the pandemic. So that January of 2020, that was um, uh, back when, you know, auditions were in person. Uh, went in, did it, didn't even think I got it. I actually remember. <laughs> I think I told my boyfriend or my mom afterwards, I'm like, definitely didn't get that one. <laughs> and then turns out I did. And um, it was actually just supposed to be a, a co-star, like a, a day thing. And I got written in more and it you turned into what it is now. And I've, you know, gratefully, I've been on the show for three seasons now. I am, I'll admit, I am late to the Snowfall game. I've recently got it, got started watching it to do, prepare for this. I'm yeah. almost through season one and I'm hooked. It's, yeah. it's oh. phenomenal. Oh, such the writing is incredible. Um, John Singleton, yes, all of, yeah. We're, I'm ex I was so excited to be a part of it. I had also, I knew, I had friends who had been on the show here and there. So it was just like, full circle thing to be like, oh my gosh, I'm on this show. And, you know, now it's in its final season uh six seasons so to go that long for a show that's pretty incredible are you coming back for the final season yes yes we are filming now i was hoping so i was yeah. hoping so well like i said i haven't gotten all the way through it so i was kind of hoping that nothing happened to it i think it's zamara mm -hmm. yeah, uh, I, I, and yeah I did, i'm just i was hoping nothing happened to her yes yeah. <laughs> i'm good you said you said, you said you started out as just like uh, basically just to come on and yeah. you took that show. You are one of the main 
people. I mean, you're not somebody they want to mess with on that show. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I remember my first day I was like, you know, and, and that's the thing is like, well, when I got the script, I was like, okay, so this is okay. But it was just, it was a, it's a co-star. And, um, and I worked with um, Sergio. Sergio plays uh, Gustavo on the show. Yes. And he was, it was my first day there. He was so welcoming, sweetheart, um, took care of me, make sure I was good. Uh, and yeah, so we, you know, that was the first day. And then I'm like, I'm back. And then it just kind of turned into what it's been. And so that's been so thrilling for me. Um, but yes. <laughs> did you, when you started to put that character together, did you have somebody in mind that you knew or had met before? Um, well, the thing when it well, I'm a lot like this character. It's first circle casting, you know. So, um, I remember one of the scenes I had where I had to come out with a bat, and I was like, "Oh, that's so me! Like, I'm the girl with the bat." Okay, I was like, "What do you do? Grow up a boy in Texas, you know?" Um, but I have to say, yeah, I mean, I've definitely had a, a say, you know, in developing the character. Um, seen a lot of movies and TV, so just kind of pulled from that. And then honestly, a lot of my own family members, I have a lot of Thea's aunts where, you know, I'm just creating everything in me. I'm like, how can I create this character um, and uh, and run with it, I guess, you know? I remember, well, now the red nails are like my thing for the show. I don't know if you can see, but yes. um, red nails have become my thing. And uh, I love the red nails. <laughs> well, they look I good. <laughs> I, I just like the the spunk she has. She doesn't back down. I mean, right. and the more somebody pushes her, the more she pushes back. And right. Yeah, she's definitely she's very strong, very strong. And you know, um, uh, Sergio, who plays Gustavo on the show, he you know he's uh, he, like he's one of the biggest drug lords, you know, and so it's he's tough, you know, um, and so with the, this role. I can't back down. She's got to be just as tough, but also, um, you know, vulnerable, all of these things too. And really love, really love that man in the show as well. So it's been, it's been so exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to come back. So. Uh, well, I'll be glad to see you come back when I get to that point. Yeah. yeah. I can see season, there yet. Four. season four, episode four. Um, <laughs> like I said, I'm almost through the first season. Yeah. In like a week. It's take me less than a week to get that far if that tells you how much I'm watching it. Well, I had to tell my mom too, because my mom very sensitive. So I was like, okay, mom, look, the show, you know, it's a little dark, so be careful. <laughs> so she like will skip until she sees my parts. And if it's anything like it's too crazy, I'm like, Mom, you can't like don't she doesn't want to see me <laughs> dead or anything crazy. Um, but yes, yeah, so I come in in season four, episode four. So yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be great. Well, then you went right on. Well, not right on, but you just recently were on CSI Vegas. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, my gosh. This was fun. So, yeah. Yes, go ahead. But just the cast. I was just going to say the ensemble that you joined. Oh, um, my It was like gosh. the original CSI ensemble. Yes. Oh, man. So, actually, um Yes, whenever I auditioned for this one, got it. And I was so excited. I had no idea what it was really going to be. Because, you know, when you audition, you see a breakdown. I was like, okay, cool. I, you know, I got to die. And I get shot in the neck or something. I had no idea the whole episode was about who killed me. So, um, first off, so the cast of CSI Vegas and crew, everybody was so welcoming. 
everybody was treated me so kindly and made me feel, you know, super welcome on my first, my first day there. Um, so I love them all. Uh, but yes, so I get a call after I get the audition. I'm sorry, after I, after I find out I booked it, I get a call from, you know, all of a sudden the calls start coming in. It's like, okay, you got a fitting this day. I get a call saying, you have to go get a, um, and have an eye appointment uh, to make sure a contact lens fits on your eye. And I was like, oh, what? They're like, for a specialized contact in my eye that has blood on it. And I was like, oh my God, what? So, <laughs> so I was like, cool. And I needed to get an eye appointment. Anyway, it was time for a checkup. So cool. I got, I got an eye And then they were like, yeah, for the morgue scene. And I'm like, a morgue scene? So it became, I had no idea. And I have to say, this was the coolest thing ever. That I had um, three hours in a special effects makeup chair and prosthetic neck on. I had to completely make my body look decomposed. I had three wow. different looks, like before, after, like where I get killed, like like normal, like this, and then um, the bloody scene of like where it happens, where they find me, and then the morgue scene where my body has been, you know, has been decomposing for me. So it was crazy. It was wild. Um, and when it aired, I was like, I just I didn't know. You never know what parts where it's going. Right. And uh, one of the hardest scenes, I had to have my eyes open with the contact oh, lens. No. With a, they had a leaf blower and a couple of fans blowing all the dirt to make it look like my car had just, you know, had just uh, crashed. I had to have my eyes open that whole time while dirt, everything's flying. And I'm just like, you can do this. You can do this. Keep your eye open. Keep your eyes open. <laughs> so that was yeah. insane. But it Not to mention you move, could you? What was that? I'm sorry. I said then not to mention you couldn't move either. Right. And then you can't move. Which it was easier doing like the car scenes, not like moving, but when I did the morgue scenes where I'm like flat on my back with the sheet, um, I was like, okay, I tried a few things. So I was like, first I was like, let me take a deep breath and hold while they're all talking because I I have to be dead. But then when you run out of air, it's like your body's like <gasps> So that didn't work. So I was like, all right, if I just take really slow breaths, like if this was my stomach, I was like, just take really tiny breaths. I cannot know that I'm breathing right now. Um, and then you have the camera like right in here, like coming up from the ceiling on a crane. And it's like, don't move your eyelids, don't move your eyelids. It was tough, but it was so much fun. Well, plus, I mean, it would be easier if you were in a, a shirt than a right. sheet because the it's sheet something. is so stiff and you could see it moving easier. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, <laughs> um, oh actually, you want to know, actually, the toughest part of this, mm. they had to put me in a body bag, right? They had to zip <sighs> me up. Oh, no. So, I, I'm a little claustrophobic, but, I, you know, I wouldn't say majorly. Like, I, it's not like a problem. So... <laughs> <laughs> the um, the AD comes over to me. She's like, okay, so on this part, um, you know, we're, we're going to zip you up and then we're going to call cut and we'll unzip you and you're good. Then we're going to move you out. And then we there was a double coming in, like, look, just like on a stretcher thing in the body bag to bring that dummy in so that they can finish the scene and I'm not zipped up in a bag for the rest of the scene. I wanted to tell her it's okay. Like I can do it. It's fine. Like if that, like if that prevents a whole cut, stop, move it in like a whole thing, I'll just stay in the body bag. That's fine. But some part of me was like, just don't say anything. Just see how it goes first. And then <laughs> you can do it. Thank God for that voice. Because the minute I kid you not, the minute they zip me up in that bag, I was like, 
Oh my God, <laughs> I thought I was gonna die. I really started freaking out and I have my leg strap. Like I have like five different straps on me in this bag. And I started freaking out, but I thought, oh my gosh, Joey, Joey, just calm down, calm down. You're fine. There, are, you cannot freak out right now. This is a job. Like you are gonna ruin this day. So I just stayed calm. I I was like, actually thought I was gonna freak out. And then they called cut and they unzipped me. And I just remember thinking, thank God, I did not tell them I could do that for five minutes because I could barely handle it for thirty seconds. That that's probably the funniest part of the job, though. <laughs> Definitely. Well, I don't even think even. You, I don't even think you would have to be claustrophobic. I mean, just the thought of being zipped up in a body bag is Gosh. enough. It's the it feeling like you can't pain. move. You know, like the feeling you can't move and and you can't see or anything, and then they're moving you. So, so let me ask you. You said blood. Is the blood? Do you know if the blood is really syrup? I've always wondered that. It's syrup? Um, I'm not. It's definitely. Syrup, it's of corn syrup. It's it smells sweet. I'm pretty sure it it was definitely syrup, syrup in there for sure. Um, yeah, it smelled good. The blood smelled good. <laughs> I just see all these millions of people with blood in their mouth and stuff. It's just oh, just yeah. the thought of it. Oh, it's definitely <laughs> yeah, it's it's um, definitely definitely fake and sweet. So was the table hard? Was the table the, oh the on the more the um, table? No, but the thing under my neck was, and they kept adjusting it where it like, it like goes right in the part, like your nerves under your skull here. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, that's painful. So they put like a little towel for me and I just stayed still. Like this. And everybody kept checking on me. You have like the series regs of the show. Like, are you okay? So kind. You know, like I'm sitting here dead on the table and they're like, hey, just, you know, like I've done this before. If you need anything, like this is a tough job. Like, let me know if you need anything. And I was like, thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate I, I, I love to hear that because, you know, most people, fans watch the show, they get the character and the real person mixed up, but you just yeah. hope that they're going to be as nice oh, as you wonderful. think they're going to be. Wonderful, wonderful people. So, so warm and welcoming. Absolutely. So is there anyone that you really, really want to work with? But just Ooh. Oh my gosh. Okay, so... <laughs> um, so I'm like thinking like a dream, you know, huge, 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 you know, Al Pacino, fan, like, you know what I mean? Like from the legends, that would be like Al Pacino, you know, like back in the day, all, you know, all of like the, uh, the greats, that would be incredible, which I'm like, it can happen, right? It can happen. Sure it can. It, it could can happen. happen. You never know. Oh my goodness. Yes. I think I'm like you, you know, I would go more with Carol Burnett. Mickey yeah. Lawrence, even though I'm not a comedian or funny in any way, but I just love them to death. <laughs> oh yes. Ugh, it would be a dream. Absolutely. Well, acting's not the only thing you do. You also sing. I've heard you yeah. sing, and it is phenomenal. Oh, my gosh. Thank do you, you. Do you see yourself dabbing, dabbling in a music career later on or eventually? Um, I, I see it. I think um, there it's just a whole nother beast in a whole nother industry that I've, it's kind of, you know, back burner. So it's like right now, you know, I'm an actress who can sing, but I've, there's always a part of me that's like, I would love to do, you know, like little gigs here and there and definitely put out music, but um, I would need a team. Cause it's like, you know, I've, I've like written poems, but never like written my own songs. And like, I don't have that, um, ability when it comes to just creating my own music, I would need, I would need a little help and just kind of like collaborate. 
which is what this business is anyway. You know, it's a collaborative business. So, but I would love to one day, you know, once acting, I, I, you know, get more of where I want with that. I would love, love to have a singing career as well. That would be wonderful. Well, if my memory serves me correctly, two of the singers that you covered were Beyonce and Whitney Houston. I love Beyonce. Yes. So I'm if you could cover those two people and do it great, which you did, okay, you got it. You've got I, it I'm there. a huge Beyonce fan. Actually, Beyonce and I are from the same city, like same neighborhood. Like my cousin went to school with her, Kelly and Michelle. Like Houston definitely represent Beyonce. <laughs> um, yes. I have a niece that lives there now in Houston. Oh, okay. What part? Uh, down by the Gulf. Oh, or, okay, okay. She's way down right. there. Southeast. Okay, Pasadena. Yeah, I'm from that, around that area. And then I have some friends that live there in Katy also. Oh, okay, yeah, Katy. Katy's nice. Katy's a nice area. Yes. Like on the outskirts, kind of going out. Uh, so, how did you make it through the pandemic? I know that's kind of behind us, but Ooh. especially for someone you know who has to try out you know yes yes well um i was very lucky my acting teacher the probably a week after everything you know shut down she was like we're moving zoom. we're going on zoom why not and she figured it out I, I i promise you she was the first first if not acting teacher to move to zoom because everybody was afraid of it they're like oh everything shut down she was like we are moving to zoom and guess what zoom's a camera guess what that's our industry that's our business so we're going to use the camera so i had that uh stability for me throughout the whole pandemic of to continue working on my craft still putting up scenes i even did a production online we did a production oh wow and, yeah that where we streamed live see us anywhere we did that on zoom so we didn't really let it stop us but um, definitely the pandemic was, it was, as for everybody, it was life-changing. It was jolting. Nobody knew what was going to happen. Um, I had just done one episode on Snowfall and then production shut down because of, of the pandemic. And uh, yeah, so then my, my boyfriend and I, we, we, we got out of LA for a little bit because we have two big dogs. And I was like, there's no way, like they got to get their exercise. So we went to stay with his parents up near Sacramento for about six, seven months, we were up there. So, but I was still able to do everything. And, you know, commercial uh, commercial and theatrically, there were a lot of jobs still, still auditioning. The whole self-tape world began. Um, well, we had self-tapes before, but it just was not, it was not all the time. So that was uh, a huge adjustment period, figuring out lighting, like all of a sudden now I'm my own um, <laughs> director for my tapes. <laughs> figure out lighting, you got to figure out camera angle, backdrops, makeup, kind of have to do it all. Uh, but it, it was great, great learning experience, you know, now, because uh, it seems that the industry kind of changed over to this. They can see way more people now. So I hear they're kind of staying that way right now, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've had a few uh, commercial auditions in per person, but most theatrically, you know, until um, for, you know, at least most of the uh, jobs are now, you know, obviously serious regular jobs, you go further down, you're definitely going to be in the room for those things. But yeah, they can see more people, a lot more people uh, with the self-tape world. Definitely. Well, that's good for them, but probably not so good for the people who are submitting their tapes. It can be both. You know, it's good. Um, it's, it's, it has its, uh, its uh, 
pros and cons, definitely. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> I love in the room. I miss I'm in the room. Uh, but it is nice having the convenience of, okay, so if this is due this day, I can move around my schedule, get that tape in, or you can, you know, uh, go to, you get the take that you want, you know? So, yeah. It seems like it'd be less stressful, you know, doing it by tape. Yeah, yeah definitely less stressful. I'm like, can we do a little bit of both? I just want a little bit of both. A little in the room, a little tapes, you know? <laughs> Submit the tape, then call me in for a live one. Yeah, then we'll see how come in the room. <laughs> Yes. So what do you like to do in your free time? Um, in my free time, uh, let's see. Well, I have two big dogs, so <laughs> anything outdoors <laughs> with them. Uh love to go to Griffith Park, uh doing stuff like that. Um I'm trying to think what other free time. Um I have well, I do it sometimes. I would love to create a fanny pack line one day. So sometimes I'm just going through designs. I'm like, one day I would love fanny pack line of just, you know, like different designs and stuff. Cause I love fanny pack. So I'm not <laughs> laughing at you. You're making me think back to the eighties and nineties. Cause I didn't wear one, but I did carry one back then. Did you carry one like on the side? <laughs> just, just throw it over my shoulder. Go wherever <laughs> I was going in. Oh, I love fanny packs. I love them. I started like a few years ago. My dad always like had one. And so I was kind of inspired through that. And, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna create a fanny pack line. It's kind of out there, you know. It's definitely out there. Um, but yeah, fanny pack line. Um, hanging out with my dogs. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Do Do you think you do you ever see yourself possibly doing any coaching? You said doing coaching, like coaching um, other other actors who oh um, new new people coming to the business or teaching basically. Um, probably not, not for teaching. Um, I'm still learning so, so much through my teacher. I'm, I'm, um, I love to learn. So I'm constantly learning. I'm a sponge. I'm curious about everything. Um, but you know, like I, I have a lot of information. And so whenever I do have friends who move to LA, I definitely, um, I, I, I can help in that sense. And I definitely, you know, and just doing acting for the you know past 10 years for, since I began my training, um, I could definitely help, but I've, I've never really had the passion to to coach or to teach or <clears throat> do anything um, along that along those lines. Really, not really. Well, I was I just wondering. Some people prefer it. Some people are just like, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, eh. I'd rather learn. I'd rather learn and be taught. Definitely. So, anything? I'm not trying to break any confidence, but is there anything coming up that we should know about other than you return to Snowfall? Um, let's see. For Snowfall, I don't know what I I, I don't think I can. Yeah, I can't really say anything. But no, I don't mean anything about the plot. I wouldn't dare <laughs> do that. I, I mean any jobs or anything that we can look forward oh, to seeing you um, in other than Snowfall come out. Um, besides Snowfall, I, at the moment, no. But hold tight. <laughs> oh, there's no doubt. There is no. I see a huge, huge career in your future. Oh, thank you. And singing. Singing, too. Like I said, anybody that can sing Beyonce, you know, that says a lot. She's got a very unique style, and you were able to to do it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Well, Joey, you're amazing, and I really appreciate you being here today. Thank you, Tim. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Very excited. To be I hope here. you'll come back. I will. I will come back. Definitely. <laughs> uh, I would love to have you on. 
uh, yeah, it'd be great. More questions yeah. to come. Uh-huh, that's <laughs> right. oh, I, got, I got lots of stories. So. <laughs> oh, well, I've got lots of time to hear them. <laughs> well, you have a good day. If you want to hang up for a few minutes backstage, I'll be back yeah. there in just a few minutes. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for being here. I'd like to thank Joey Marie Urbana for being here today. I'd like to thank the Necrotizing Fasciitis Foundation for sponsoring our show. For more information on necrotizing fasciitis, please visit www.necfasci.org. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel for more great upcoming episodes. And remember, be kind to one another. Until next time, have a great day.